Fueled, episode number 44, Start Young with Greg Nichols and Brad Morley. Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Allred, and I am a successful entrepreneur, athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get fueled. Hello, Fuel listeners, and welcome to episode number 44 of Fuel. This is your podcast host, Easton Arden, and as usual, it is great to be on the podcast with you guys today. Now, I really enjoyed this interview with Greg Nichols and Brad Morley. They did some really great insights, and they are the founders and hosts of Stage One Startup, which is a fantastic podcast on how to start a business. Now, this is the actual bulk, the grind of how to start a business. Great new episode. Greg, Brad, could you guys please tell my audience about you guys and what you're doing right now? Yeah, sure, man. First of all, thank you for having us on the show, man. We really appreciate it. Love what you're doing. Love the hustle. We're 100% behind everything that you got going on at the minute. We think it's absolutely sick. Um, but a little bit about ourselves. My name's Greg Nichols. My name's Brad Morley. Um, and yeah, around 18 months ago, we we were kind of we were in our corporate jobs. Um, we we decided that, you know, that kind of route just isn't really for us. We basically just said, you know, let's just create some small little businesses, try and get ourselves off the ground, try and see what we can do to try and earn a little bit more money as such. Um, those businesses, one, we had a uh, fashion accessory business, we had a eBay business, and then we had kind of like just a, it was like an affiliate marketing business, wasn't mm, it? Yeah. And um None of these things kind of really took any traction. None of them really kind of hit the... We didn't really hit the ground running with any of them. We couldn't really find any information that would help us scale these businesses and really grow to be able to kind of live a life of purpose as such. Um, and then basically we kind of sat there one evening and we was like, look, you know, you can go onto Google and, and type in how to start a business, but you'll get 11 billion kind of search results back You've got to kind of filter through all of the rubbish that's out there on the internet to find out what actually works. So we was like, let's create a podcast where we interview all of the successful entrepreneurs out there that haven't had a chance to share their story on how they physically built their business. Because at the end of the day, we want to know how you built that business from stage one to success. And it kind of just went from there. We was like, let's just do it. Like We've got nothing to lose at this stage. Let's just grow. Let's do it. And that's how it started. Absolutely. So I love the mission and purpose of your podcast because ever since I was 10 years old, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to start a business. And so I would go on the internet, I would Google how to start a business. And then I just have to sort through thousands and thousands and thousands of results. And they would all give me little bits and pieces, but never would actually give me the bulk on how to physically start a business. So I love that that's what your podcast does. And what do you think are the first three things you need to do to start your business? Okay, so what I would probably say is, and this is something that we we definitely did wrong in the first place. Um, don't, I mean, it's fine. You've got to think about money. That is, I know a lot of people say, focus on the purpose and that's all that matters or follow your passion, that's all that matters. But you do have to have, to be an entrepreneur, you have to have in your head a way where you're going to actually earn money from that business. Otherwise, it's not going to be a business. It's just going to be a hobby. But don't so much make that your priority where all you're focusing on 
is making is yeah. just you know just thinking of how you're going to make that money you need to find a way way deeper than that where you're going to engage with an audience actually provide value to people that's probably the main step so if they're going to be two the the top three things you need to do think of an idea where um you know it's something that you'd obviously enjoy doing first of all but something that you know people are missing something that is going to provide value and actually help people um so, you know solve a problem for them that's definitely uh, the main thing. Uh, secondly, obviously, give that that business a purpose and enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it. So if if you put everything into this, because like you've probably heard that saying before of you know don't you know work on your business, don't work in your business, and it is important because you can get carried away. And especially if you go into a business not really enjoying what you're going to do, then uh, you know you're just going to get worn down. You're just going to hate what's going on, mm. and before you know it, you're tied into that. So find something that you like doing and pursue that. And three, I would probably say get a team, build a team. Mm. You know, it's good to start with just one person. Um, but too many people think that you need to, you know, when you hear that self-made millionaire, that gets used way too much. And nobody is so much self-made because everybody requires help from a team, yeah. whether it's two people, whether it's 10 people, whether it's 100 people. So find people that you can connect with and that's going to help you build this vision and then just go and just devote all your time to it um, or as much as you can. Obviously, don't delete your whole life as such. You've got to see people and, and enjoy time and that. But you're going to have to devote a lot of your time to putting in the hustle. So I'd say those are the three things. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think it's all about relationships. Just like you said, I mean, I'm always trying to meet as many new people as I can because there is no such thing as a self-made millionaire. Everybody, Everything comes from somebody else that you have. So I love those insights. And what do you guys think are the top three lessons that you guys have learned from your entrepreneurial ventures? God, Jesus where do we start? Christ. Top three or top 10 or top 15? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, it kind of relates back to the building a team thing. One thing I've realized is you physically cannot do everything on your own. And that's coming from people, like from both of us, because at the end of the day, like it's so much easier having two of us in the business. Mm. But what we've really started to notice is that, you know, find people that one, you can connect with, and then two, can kind of help you grow on that vision and really kind of put everything they've got into your business. And then you can just all flourish and you can all grow together and kind of make that work kind of thing. Um, what would you say the, the second one would be? Another, another lesson learned, I'd probably say, going back to what you were saying about connecting with people, mm. we've like devoted this whole pretty much past three to four months and moving forward on making the best connections yeah. with the biggest influencers. Because mm. at the end of the day, um, you know, you, if you can get into those crowds and you can build relationships with those types of people, that's going to help you in return. And we're seeing the returns on it now. Um, so... I definitely say connecting with influencers is a huge thing and get around the kind of people you want to be around uh, because that's going to help you later in life yeah. and you're going to you're going to meet new people from it as well. Yeah, and I'll probably say that the last one um is do not run before you can walk. This is a you know, this is a marathon and it's not a sprint. Like it does not physically it just just doesn't work if you are like consistently thinking about ways in which you can grow really 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 quickly it takes time man like it takes so much time it takes so much effort you know you've got to be willing to be able to put in the work really kind of you know put what you're doing 
on a day-to-day basis even if you're making little steps just small little baby baby steps it all builds up into one big huge jump at the end of it so just do not run before you can walk because that's exactly mm. what me and Brad done we've always been that type of per- been that type of people where um we've always kind of wanted the best really 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 quickly and as we've grown mm. we've kind of realized that actually this is taking a lot longer than what we thought it was going to take yeah but you learn so much more in that process definitely and also like sticking with one de- idea at a time because oh, yeah. that's like that there's there's a saying of shiny object syndrome uh, a term that's used quite a lot and a lot of like entrepreneurs get it um, and yeah. they all admit it and the fact that we want to continuously create all the time we always want to build things and when you're continuously thinking of new ideas that you want to act on Sometimes you're not devoting as much time to getting one idea com- like completed, finish that business first before you go on to the next idea. Because if you start, you know, you, if you go half-hearted into one business um, and it's doing average and then you try and start another business, you're only going to just keep creating average businesses. You need mm-hmm. to go into one, master that, go all in on it, create that, you know, empire where it gets to a level where it doesn't necessarily need your full attention then move on to the next idea Mm -hmm. i love it i think that that is one thing that in our education system today we struggle with because you go to school and you have to learn all of these different subjects and i think that if we as as a community if we would just say okay this is what we're passionate about we need to work towards these things and we need to go all out in those things then you can be more successful in those aspects for sure so i love that insight and then one thing that you said is uh patience and persistence that's Mm. absolutely huge i think that is a really really big separator between successful entrepreneurs and and people who just don't quite make it what do you guys think i mean you guys are you guys are really big on how you actually start a business what step do you think the most people get stuck on and how do they get over that? Biggest step people get stuck on. Um, I think it's I think a lot of the time, to be truly honest, I think a lot of the time is the effort that goes into it. Mm. People want quick results. They're not got the patience to stick it out. Um, and when you when you actually put into perspective what goes into a business, you know, it, it, there's a lot, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of effort, there's a lot of work and you need to, you need to continuously think forward of how you're going to move that business to the next level. And I think what it is, is the fact that some people just aren't willing to put in that time mm-hmm. to create in a business. They get too impatient too early and they think this isn't working or mm-hmm. they get to a point where, you know, maybe it's really not working. Um, and instead of making a pivot, which is something that they probably should do, um they just give up and that's why i think you know we hear it a lot from the people that we interview and that's especially some of our guests have said to us you know they people won't take you seriously in the first six months because in that first six months there's that's when a lot of people tend to give up like you know when you hear people say 90 i think it's like 90 percent or 99 percent of startups fail and that's not due to having these bad businesses as such. That's due to a lot of them giving up too early. So that's probably one thing. And another thing is validation. You've got to validate your business idea um, and, you know, really find out if the market actually needs it before you bring it out. Yeah. Because if you just launch this business that no one necessarily needs, but you're so emotionally attached to the fact that it's your business, it's your baby, and you get too much into it, you know, you need to think, who am I actually going to help? Maybe do some research, reach out to your potential audience and ask them, how would this provide value yeah. to you? Do you need this product? You know, how much would you pay for it? That kind of thing. So you can get an idea 
of what your market needs as opposed to what you think they need. Boom. Mm, definitely. I think so many people have an idea and then they start it and you're right, within the first six months they get some they get something going, but obviously you're gonna run into challenges and if mm. you're if you know that those challenges are gonna come and uh, then you can get over those, then that's huge because so many people just get stuck on that. So the next question I have for you guys is how do you define success? <laughs> this is this interesting, is man. We ask the exact same question on our show as well. We do like <laughs> a, yeah, man, we do like a five-question rocket round on our show where we ask just five quick, like, quick questions to our guests just to find out a bit more about them. But I would probably say my definition of success is is uh, just true happiness, man. Like you can have all the money in the world, you can have all these fantastic, successful businesses, you can, you know, be earning millions and millions of dollars. But at the end of the day, if you're waking up every morning and you're just not quite satisfied, you're not happy. And sorry, yeah, you're not, you know, you're not successful and you're not, uh, you're not rich. Like if you're happy, then that I believe is the true, true definition of success and being rich. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I think mine's probably like fulfillment and freedom because I think yeah. if you hit a point where like I, I I still define a lot of people define success differently and some people focus so much on like passion or, or or you know fulfillment or happiness or whatever but you do have to have in the back idea that success can mean it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not financial you know everyone relates it to that yeah. you know success is financial you know it's financially being rich or whatever um, or being well off and and a part of it is you have you know you, it means different things to different people but I think in my perspective it would be building building successful companies is you know building them to a to a real good height where they're impacting a lot of people that would be successful to me but being fulfilled in what I do on a day-to-day basis waking up satisfied waking up ready to go and rearing to go and having that freedom and flexibility where I can choose how I am planning yeah. out my day and I'm not, you know, reporting into a boss or getting clocking in nine to five, something like that. Looking forward to the weekends and yeah. dreading a Monday morning. Like, yeah. how horrible is that? Like, thinking to yourself, oh, I've got to get up on a Monday yeah. and do something for, you know, a whole week that I can't really enjoy. Living for I've the got, weekends, yeah, man, it's just not the way. Ah, it's totally, it's, the system is completely the wrong way round, man. <laughs> exactly. There's only uh, there's only two days in the weekend. You need to be. What happened to the other five? Exactly. exactly. Who made that rule up? I know, but but like the weeks go so quick. I don't think people realise like how quick time goes, and this is why it's like yeah. I, I really want to like get this message across to your listeners. Um, you know, who are young enough to, you know, we can all make a a, a decision in our lives, whatever our age be. We could be, you know, 50, 60 and think, I want change, I'm going to start something new. Yeah. That's like, not necessary. Look at you, man. Like, you're, you're what, 15? 15? You're, you, mate, by the, time you're, by the time you're 18, you're going to be killing it. <laughs> well, thank you. You'll be up there, man. I can feel it. But I think, like, if you're, if you're young, like, you guys that are listening now that are at that age where maybe you don't know what you want because not everyone knows what they want from the from the offset. No. Um, but go and experience, go and explore, go and find yourself, go and try new things. You've got time. The biggest thing you have got is time. Um, you know, you haven't got all those tie-ins. Think of those people that are in a difficult, more of a difficult position where they're older, they've got kids, they've got family, bills to pay, and then they're trying to start a business on the side. It's a hard thing yeah, to man. do focus on those years where you're that young where you don't have those ties and you can you can eat shit for 12 months 
you can have late nights you can let your mum make your bed whatever it is that you want to do um, and just make the most of those years go and find yourself test things out and just 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 go for it man like, use that time into building what you want definitely and i think one thing that you guys said that really kind of resonated with me is is you said that happiness is a huge part of success and i think way too many people wake up every morning and they say man i i'll be i'll be happy the day i reach this goal as soon as make a hundred thousand dollars a million dollars but what happens is that's a bottomless pit. You'll never actually reach success if your definition is financial. There will always be another step. So I think a big part of it is just recognizing that you can be successful today with just the switch of a mindset. There is such thing as an overnight success. So I love well, that. And um, <clears throat> I think that habits really, really shape who we are and who we become. What habits do you guys have that have helped you to be more successful? Canceling my Netflix subscription. <laughs> Definitely, that's actually that's huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh, yeah, habit being consistent, um, keeping the drive, yeah, and just ne- not losing focus. It's easy to get distracted out there, like Greg said. If you're constantly watching Netflix, you got your you know House of Cards on or whatever it is that you watch. Um, it's easy to get distracted, and even like social network, people get distracted on the likes of Facebook. So um you know depending on what you're using it for so i would say yeah consistency is a big habit um reading you read a lot i I read quite a lot yeah my i would probably do you know what my probably my biggest tip for anybody would be to get into the mindset of finishing things Mm. like i've really kind of what i've kind of noticed over the past i'd probably say month or two would probably be always whatever you start just finish it even if it's the most mundane task ever just finish it because once it's done it's done you can move on to the next thing get into that habit because Mm -hmm. if you you know don't just let things fall down the wayside because they're boring you know there's things that we all do every day that we don't necessarily like doing but once they're done we can move on to the things that we enjoy so just get into the habit of completing every single task that you can possibly get your hands on yeah, I definitely agree with that. And like learn every day, yeah. like learn however you prefer to learn. Like some people learn and get motivated and inspired from watching like videos of like Gary Vee or Gerald Adams or something like that. Documentaries, things like that. Or if it's reading or if it's listening to podcasts with influencers or if it's reading articles, whatever it is, do something every day. What's going to help you progress as a person and grow as a person and in life and business. And you're going to level up your knowledge. You're going to become you know, you're going to become more comfortable. Like put it six months ago, we probably couldn't do this kind of thing because we'd yeah. think we're not like, what, what do we know? What have we, why, what credibility have we got to be speaking on a show and talking about this? Yeah. But you grow as a person, you you don't understand how much you digest and learn when you're continuously listening to people and just putting yourself out there, making sure that you devote part of your day to learning mm-hmm. and you can, digest that and then brain dump it somewhere else and teach other people but 100 percent cancel that netflix subscription because it's like (laughs) i don't watch any tv it's it's the absolute devil definitely netflix is a killer and i think greg earlier you said that you were big on reading i've been experimenting with this quite a bit how do you like to read do you like to listen to audiobooks or do you just sit down and read it how does that work um i think for me I yeah, you just can't beat a good old fashioned book, man. Like you just can't can't beat it. At the minute, I'm reading Shoe Dog, which is the uh, book created by the founder of Nike. And I would probably say, a lot of people say, oh yeah, I read a book a week or I binge read a book. I would probably just say, you know, set yourself a task, um, get to maybe like one chapter a night. 
Mm-hmm. Simple. Like, don't try and digest too much information because too much information just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good old fashioned book for me. I like yeah, that. I think it's it's cool. We've got me and Greg have got kind of different ways of like learning. Like Greg reads a lot like he said with books he reads blog posts you find blog posts really helpful don't you so like things like that that's set out in writing whereas i'm kind of a i would i'd prefer to watch a video or listen Mm -hmm. to a podcast that's pretty much what you know i do on a day-to-day basis i'll watch something and i'll listen to it because i can i prefer to do things like whilst i'm on the move like if i'm doing something else then i can i can learn whilst i'm at it whereas then you prefer like reading things and that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I like reading it, but I think books definitely, like Greg said, I don't think there's, I think you can't go wrong with an old fat, like an old fashioned book, the paperback book that you can keep. And it's just something that you can pick up every now and then. Um, and yeah, you just, I think they'll always be around books. So books, books are great as well. Absolutely. And I think just having that self-awareness and knowing how you learn best is key. And what would you guys consider to be the number one tool for success? Mine would probably be look at who you have got around you, you know, focus heavily on the people that are around you that have an impact and an influence on your life, man. Because like if you're constantly surround, I know it sounds cliche, but if you if you're constantly surrounding yourself with people that have no drive, have no vision, don't see your vision, don't share your goals, don't want to talk about your goals and basically just put a negative vibe on your life that it is 100% going to rub off on you. It's going to take effect on you and you're just going to think, Do you know what, you know, maybe, maybe these, maybe these guys are right. Maybe they are, they're, maybe they're right. Maybe, you know, my vision is silly. Maybe my dreams are too, too unrealistic. So make sure that your circle of influence are people that can relate to you, that can physically drive you to make sure that you lead a better life, man. Cause mm-hmm. Now, that's one of the biggest things I've 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 learned over the past eighteen months is that the people around you have the biggest effect on you. Keeping you positive is going to keep you striving further. For sure, and friends make all the difference. Now, unfortunately, this interview is coming to a close. But do you guys have any last parting words of advice for fueled listeners? Yeah, um, I'd relate back to earlier. So, guys, if if I listen listen to us, right? We're twenty. I'm twenty three. Greg's 23 soon, although he hates to admit it. Um, <laughs> we we found it we found it at a, you could say at a later stage. Although we're, we're very early to a lot of people, like we connect with people that are older, and they're like, "Guys, you you are so young. You're going to be killing it in your late 20s." But when like when we think about it, we're like, all that time we wasted at college, you know, just bumming around playing like Xbox, mm. bumming around on the computer, going out, you know, just get going to clubs every week, and just mm. con- like we was. When we think back, it we think, why couldn't we start this earlier? Yeah. Um, and it, you know, there's no regrets as such. You've got to go through ways of life to to know what you want. But I would say the biggest piece of advice from me is, look at us and think, you know, if you want to be in this kind of position, start now because by the time you're our age, you could be a billionaire. You know, you know what I mean? It's, it's it's not necessarily about the money, but you could be in such a different place. And if you start early and grind it out, you're in the peak time of becoming exactly who you want to be and creating something special so put in the work now guys 100 starting early makes all the difference there is no better time to start a business than right now really really enjoyed having you guys on my podcast i'm sure my audience did as well could you please tell my audience where they can go to find your amazing podcast and to learn more about you guys 
Yeah, sure. So we run two main Instagram accounts. You can find us on our personal brand, which is Nichols and Morley. That's N I C H O L S A N D M O R L E Y. Almost forgot that. I did almost forget that. Or you can find us at Stage One Startup. So that's S T A G O N E S T R T U P. Awesome. And then obviously our website as well, stageonestartup.com. Um, you know, all our podcasts are going live on there and plenty of more content. If you want to sign up to the mailing list, follow that. And on Facebook, it's the same, guys, Stage One Startup. And that's where you can find us. Social media is the best way to get in touch yeah, if you need 100%. anything. Always on there. Perfect. Thank you so much for getting on episode number 44 of Fueled. And thank you all, Fueled listeners, for tuning in. Please leave a review, subscribe, and I'll see you all in future episodes.